Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, and today we have with us a very special person, and her name is Eunicia Perret. Are you worried that you are not building wealth fast enough or that your financial plan may not be enough to secure your future? Perhaps you hear the same strategies year after year. When you file your taxes and are wondering, how do the ultra wealthy pay limited to no taxes? I'm still trying to figure that out. Eunicia Perret brings to awareness the power of leveraging your financial team to maximize your income streams and pay fewer taxes. I'm all for that. She has seen enough to know that without the proper strategies, everything else is just tactics in motion. Welcome to the show. It is such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm sure there are a lot of listeners that are saying, yeah, how do I pay less taxes? So uh, first of all, aside from the fact that we all want to do that, how did you get involved in this to begin with? That's a great question. I got involved in in the whole um, strategy of, of how do we create, maintain, how do we preserve wealth? How do we pass it on to the future generations? Because I was forced to, for a change, take a look, take a deep, deep look in what was happening with our own uh, portfolio. And because um, we happen to enjoy real estate, you happen to enjoy different type of asset classes. As you can imagine, our financial advisors, our financial experts were not exactly the most thrilled when we would ask questions about investments that were sitting outside of the things that they could invest and help us help do for us. And, uh, consequently, what we also realized was that because we were uh, bringing in very hefty incomes between my husband and I, we were in the top level tax categories. And due to the fact that we weren't necessarily getting any advice, any support on how in the world we ourselves could minimize our tax burden, when I came to realize that there were so many different strategies and so many different things that I could have done, that we could have done as a family to reduce our tax burden, not to avoid taxes, please not, don't misunderstand me, but to reduce our tax burden based on what the tax code affords us, I was in shock. And when I started digging further to understand, is this something that maybe just we were on our own little island or is this something that other high income uh, individuals, high net worth individuals as well are experiencing, what we found was an astonishing, oh my gosh, we're not on our own. We're not on our own island. As a matter of fact, most of the individuals that fit that profile that you know are finding themselves in the higher income brackets are also consequently finding themselves in the top tax brackets without having a choice. Why do business owners not know that there is so much more that they could achieve when it comes to keeping more of what they earn? That's a great question. And the question I would pose back to, um, if you're listening, uh, have you ever considered, for example, having your own, hiring your own uh, uh, fraction, oh, your own uh, um, family office? 
oftentimes individuals will ask us, what is a family office? Well, a family office, if we were to just take a brief second, is the epitome of having a financial team on your side, helping implement tax strategies, helping implement with uh, implement investment strategies, helping figure out what does that that trajectory look like for um, estate planning, for um, legacy planning, for what do we want to do with our businesses when we either want to leave the business world or, or our practices, or we want to go um, a different path. And oftentimes, what we hear is that individuals, of course, cannot hire such a family office. The reason being, it's cost prohibitive. It's very much institutionally focused. Those teams are experts in what they do, but they focus on having very, very small pool of people. And because of that, everybody else doesn't even really hear about it. And so as a result, oftentimes individuals will just say, I'm just going to go down the the path of you know working with a CPA, working with a financial planner. And they address kind of what everybody else addresses. They address the 401k, they address the the IRAs, they address the um, Augusta rule, they address some of the things that we can easily find when we Google those strategies for how do we, for example, minimize our taxes. And because of that, we end up doing what everybody else does, which is the rest of the population. So we're not really thinking like uber rich. We're thinking like the lower level of the population because we don't understand that there's an in-between. So what if we were to say, let's focus on a fractional family office? What does that look like? Now we're able to take some of those institutional level strategies and bring them down to the individual business owner, to the individual family that is struggling because they're paying too much in taxes, that is struggling because they don't understand what am I missing in my overall wealth building efforts that are struggling with and thinking, how do I leave legacy behind And the decision is still ours as to are we going to build wealth or are we going to save taxes or how do we pay taxes? Do we just continue doing what we've always done or do we say we want those strategies and now we know that there's a solution for that? Well, let me make it perfectly clear. When we're talking about a family office, we're not talking about your son and daughter vying with you in the same room for your computer time. (laughs) Thank you so much for that, Barbara. Absolutely not. No, a family office really is focused on individuals and business owners and businesses that are generally going to be $50 million and above in net worth. So oftentimes it's because of that, people don't even know what is a family office. And so our job is to decipher the the idea of what it is, but more importantly, what are the things that we actually can take um, and can implement to our advantage by leveraging a similar model that is decentralized in such a way that where, where individuals at lower levels of net worth can actually benefit from those strategies. What happens when the client's team is not actively working together towards their client's goals? I can imagine friction between everybody really leads to um, a bad taste and nothing getting accomplished. 100%. I would say in the happiest of cases, it's the friction. I will take the friction over no communication anytime. Unfortunately, what we're seeing is that it's the lack of communication between the different teams. If at least there's friction, we can get to the bottom of do we have the right people on the bus or don't we? Can we bring them up to the different strategies, to the different mindset that we're as as consumers um, kind of grappling with and, and, and deciding to go on, the path that we decide to go on? And the answer is very clear. They either are or they aren't. 
If they aren't, then we know that we need to do something about it. But the challenge becomes really when the teams aren't communicating. Most of the teams aren't communicating because they're not incentivized, because in many cases, the strategies that a financial planner versus a CPA might share with the client can potentially go head to head and or contradict each other. And so because of that, oftentimes everybody prefers to stay in their own box and in their own area of expertise, but not transcending the different areas across the financial services industry ends up unfortunately leaving cracks that ultimately our money gets siphoned through. Oftentimes, without knowing. What are some immediate steps that business owners can take to have a sense of power over how they grow wealth? One of the most immediate immediate steps that folks can take is um, if you're listening to this and you have that nagging feeling of, I need to do something. I know something's not sitting right. I know maybe I'm paying too much in taxes. I um, I feel like every time I meet with my CPA or my financial team, whomever they may be, that they're providing the same guidance over and over again. It's time to ask the question of, okay, how do we take it to the next step? And that's where you would want to get in touch with someone like Excelstra to say, okay, here's my situation. What are the different things that can be done? And figuring out what next steps are from there. Very interesting. How can financial teams be incentivized to work together in an industry that is not designed for transparency and collaboration? Um, it's a hard one uh, because if they're not already incentivized financially, I mean, think about it, right? When somebody um, attends, a, a patient uh, shows up at a, at a physician's office, what motivates the physician to see the patient? Of course, we want to make sure that folks we work with are well taken care of, but everything is contra cost or contra time. And so oftentimes it's it breaks down to the financial incentive for those individuals to actually take their time to speak with the other person. The other thing, and this, this kind of dovetails more on the side of who are they as individuals, oftentimes if you're working with a really good team, they will at least want to introduce themselves to meet the other uh, team members. And oftentimes you'll hear that, oh, that's a great idea. Just observe and see what happens. And you don't, if you don't actually see activity happening, because everybody, words are very cheap is what I'm finding. Everybody will say, that's a great idea. Absolutely. Let's put some, meeting on, some time on the calendar. And what happens? Here's another January 21st. At, uh, first, right? January 1st. And when we look in retrospect, what we realize is that there could have been so many things that we probably could have done last year to that could have impacted how much money we pay on taxes or are truly our bottom line. But because it's now past the year, past the first of the year, we can go in retrospect. And so um, again, words can be cheap. We need to look for activity. We need to look for action. And we need to know that they're, they're taking that, that action is taking place. Why do you feel so strongly about seeing the client's financial team collaborate? The reason I feel so strongly is because I see the impacts on the clients that we have served in the past and the the benefits of keeping more of the money that they make. Uh, keeping more allows them to invest more in their future, allows them to invest more in their businesses, allows them to invest more in their children. And it also gives them a sense of accomplishment of, hey, I know that I'm paying. I know that I'm doing something that most people do not have the uh, access or the opportunity to take on under their wing. But when they see the results, we have had clients that were in my office that had tears in their eyes. And that 
when I see the value that those clients get, that's what makes me um, just joyful in what we do and the hard work that we have to undertake and making sure that our clients' financial teams actually talk and that actions are not just words. So, Unicia, I understand that you have something in writing that people could get to get a better sense of what you're all about and how they should proceed to protect themselves. Absolutely. Uh, They can visit our website to get what I call the five financial pitfalls to avoid. Those are things that we have seen throughout the years, um, helping individuals to really step out of the norm and step into the uniqueness of what it is that they can achieve. And they can find that uh, on our website at www.podcast.excelstra.com. That is podcast.excel stra.com. It'll be right at the bottom of the page on the left hand side. You can't miss it. Okay, great. Now, listeners, I think that that's definitely worth uh, checking out and reading more about it so that not only are you more educated, but hearing about the five steps, you too can save some more money. This has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.